I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. And you're talking about now, you got to deal with a dealer. That's fine. Because that's risky business. I am risky business. I am the cool, bloody sausage maker. Welcome, everybody, to Juice Pro Wrestling, episode 48. Oh, killer, no filler. We got a very action-packed episode coming to you. We had a very eventful weekend this past weekend. Um, But before we get to all that, I would like to send out my condolences, well, all of us would, to uh, Jungle Boy from AEW. As you know, his father was Luke Perry, famous actor from 90210, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and more recently... The CW show Riverdale has passed away. He suffered a massive stroke last week, and it's been reported that he did not recover, and he passed on early today. As of this recording, it is 3-4-19 on a Monday. So super sad note. Uh, I was a huge 90210 guy, Mark, as, as a kid, you know. Cue the music. Why, Dylan? Why? Uh, super sad news, man. He was such a cool guy, and not only that. I mean, you guys might be sitting there thinking, "Well, why the fuck are you talking about Dylan McKay, aka Luke Perry?" Well, I'll tell you why. Because not only was his son, or is his son, is a professional wrestler. I said a professional wrestler. Um, he was a huge wrestling fan, and it's something he never lost sight of. I was just uh, I was telling Jr. before we went on the air today that he was doing an interview with Sam Roberts, and Sam was asking him, he's like, "Well, what do you watch? Do you, have you ever? What were you into? Have you ever lost sight of wrestling or anything?" And he's like, "Just super ch- chill and cool." He's like, "I never lose track of anything." Like, <laughs> he still watched, you know. He's like, "I'm right. glad they got the network because then I could watch whenever I want." And he's talking about how the whole intro we did today with uh the america dream doth the roads that was for luke perry he uh his favorite wrestler was the america dream dusty Rhodes and rick flair so i should have 
pluralize that <laughs> wrestlers. But anyways, he was a guy. He knew his shit, man. And uh, going through Twitter today to see the outpouring of support for the family and uh, Luke himself, it, it it was fucking amazing, man. I mean, everybody from the pro wrestling world and just the entertainment industry as a whole, anybody who's ever worked with them and people who have it, people who got into the entertainment industry because he inspired them to do so. Like that's to me, that's great shit. Um, he he became a fucking heartthrob through nine hundred two one zero, and as I remember, my early memories of him were obviously like that, and then Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which was super huge when well, we were kids. Luke Perry was just the coolest dude. He I was mean, cool. He was anybody like the our rebel. age like grew up, you know, wanted to be yeah. Dylan McKay. I remember uh, years ago, like right after he graduated high school, uh, Cuggy stole one of his sisters. <laughs> Do you remember the the Barbie doll? Yeah, he made like the Dylan McKay lighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had I that for that. a long time, and someone stole it. It was just like a hole in Dylan's head, and I just kept a bick through it. Yeah. It's like, what is that? It's like, fucking Dylan McKay. <laughs> so I, I miss that. Yeah, that was but, a local um, legend. He, uh, and a lot of people, JR, I was talking to JR before we went on air, might not know this. He was such a huge, avid wrestling fan. I mean, he always supported his son and went to the wrestling events that his son was performing at. But he also was one of the producers of the Ric Flair 30 for 30 special. Yeah, I did not know that. Which is uh, Juice Dropping That Knowledge, hashtag Juice for Thought. Um, it, that's just super cool, man. So it, it's a sad loss. Uh, on top of that, you got uh, Keith Flint from The Prodigy. For all you guys out there and gals that like that, uh, what would you classify them as? Like a threat, a fucking weird, like house, not house, like techno. Kind of like an industrial techno. Industrial like, tech, yeah. yeah. That was like that late 90s thing. I'm the fire starter. Yeah. Pumpkin instigator. Yeah, I I, uh, I remember purchasing Fat of the Land, uh, their big album. Yeah, it was. You know, I remember when that came out. That was like, what, 97, 98, something yep. like that. And the crab on yeah, the fucking high, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, here's the thing, I, and I'm not gonna knock it for the sake of anybody that likes them. I was, I am gonna say, I was surprised that there was a huge like, even uh, who was Rusev was on Twitter. And he's like, oh, it's a horrible day. R.I.P. Keith Flint. Like, wow, man. Like, I didn't really? know. I knew they're big. They've been around for a while. Uh-huh. I'd seen them at Riot Fest. I was never really a huge fan though. That's just some shit yeah. I couldn't get into. I, mean, I, I liked them in junior high, but. But and it reports are coming out that it was a parent suicide. So once again, any of you guys out there listening, if you know somebody you think is in a dark place, reach out to them. You know, there, there's all kinds of hotlines and anywhere you can go help help a brother or a sister out. You know, because that depression fucking sucks, man. And you, you don't know what you got till it's gone. And I, I just I hate reporting shit like that. So we're gonna move on to a more positive note. Well, before we do that, one one more note. Um... The uh, the crew here at the Juice Pro Wrestling Podcast would also like to send their uh, thoughts and well wishes to Howard Finkel, who oh, yeah. uh, on the same day Fink. last week, uh, ladies and gentlemen, s- suffered a stroke uh, the same day as Luke Perry, and it's not looking good for him as well. Yeah, there was some other shit that came out, and I guess Ric Flair was the <laughs> source of this, and it was a botch. He, uh, I, I did an episode of the Revisionist Booking Podcast which will come out and be available actually today. Well, not today as in our recording, but as in the day it airs on Wednesday. Um, and I w- as we're recording, uh, RJ, one of the hosts on the show, was telling me, he's like, oh, there's reports coming in that Harley Race has terminal lung cancer. And yeah. I'm like, shit. Well, then I go on Twitter this morning, Ric Flair's like, oh, I'm sorry uh, for being personally responsible for spreading that rumor. I'm glad to report that he does not 
have terminal oh, really? lung cancer. Yeah, he'll be fine. So there was some kind of, I don't know what the fuck it was, but it was a box. Flare drunk. Yeah, and- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Happy birthday, <Oops>. Nate. <laughs> I liked it. I like it a lot. But yeah, you know, there's a lot of death going on, so it sucks, man. But like I said, uh, let's move on. Let's let's get on with it. Right on. Um, this past, uh, actually, before we go into our main topic of tonight, I want to get on a quick little news tidbit. Some uh, stuff I noticed. We got Tori Wilson going into the WWE Hall of Fame. I think is well deserved. She's one of the uh, most attractive pieces of eye candy we've ever had well not only that but at the age of 42 i mean she looks better than she did in her 20s <laughs> yeah damn girl she's looking good man she's leading a positive lifestyle uh working out doing all kinds of weird uh yoga and yeah. whatnot yeah it works yeah <laughs> damn it works um so she's going in uh another uh, we also heard that there might be some potential guys on the chopping block as far as wwe's roster one jinder mahal and a surprising name Ethan Carter third. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, Vince just wasn't in, impressed with his debut and because he didn't create the gimmick. Yeah, I mean he he had him uh, wrestle on uh, what is their like Saturday show? Uh, I don't know. I thought the superstars or over. something. I don't know. But it, it's some like off show that that WWE has. But I guess like he cleanly lost to uh, Apollo Cruz. Yeah, uh, like right yeah. after his debut, where he cleanly beat who was it? Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Yeah. Who is now supposedly reportedly staying with the company. Who knows? They may have just did all that to get hype. And yeah, I think it was. Yeah. So that sucks for anybody that believed he was leaving, if he does. And I was one of those guys. So um, I also heard uh, another wrestler that might be getting cut is Alicia Fox. Which yeah, that's and if funny. she does, great, because she's been with the company too damn long. She's not good in the ring. No. And it, reports are coming out now that the whole reason AA Arn Anderson got fired was because he let her go in the ring while she was intoxicated. Come on, man. I think they should have terminated her right then. Fucking idiot! Yeah! (laughs) It's fucking bullshit. You know, I love Arn. A lot of people in the business love him. But, hey, he'll get picked up somewhere. So... Whatever. Yeah. Fuck Alicia I was trying Fox. To chew, I was trying to cue JR up for a you're fired. That's yeah. as, that's you're, 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 you're fired. <laughs> Where's Trish? Anyways, um, another rumor for the Hall of Fame is Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 We uh we met him at the Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, he pulled I was ago. like, Hey man, I really liked you as the disciple. How come you don't have any of those uh, eight by ten promo picks out? He's like, "Oh, well, I got some." Here, pull them out of his backpack. He's like, "You want one?" I was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> this is a true story, too. Yeah, it is. As much as I liked, it, I was like, "No, man, you should have had him out. Maybe I would have considered." Dirk. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, you want, you want to get on to the main <laughs> topic of the yeah, night, or let's, what? Let's do it. So, this past weekend, uh, Butchman Lee, aka Jr. Butchko, and the Juice himself had the pleasure of attending the MLW Fusion TV tapings in Cicero, Illinois, at the Cicero Stadium. By God, what a fucking night! By God! Some breaking news out of that, which it really shocked me. Uh, when they went, right before they went on air, they announced MLW had a huge surprise. I'm like, okay, w- what the fuck could this be? And all of a sudden, Jim Cornette fucking comes out. I'm like, <laughs> yep. holy shit, dude, fucking James E. Cornette. Yep. And has joined the commentary team. and Along with Tony Schiavone. Yeah, yeah, Tony Schiavone's a part of that. Um, I hope, at least still, I hope. I, I know there was some... He is. Is he still? Yeah, yeah. I read Um, I read, read how they're breaking it down. You read some but, shit? Yeah, yeah. 
Hey, that should be a Giovanni. We should get you a t-shirt hashtag read some shit. Read some shit. <laughs> <laughs> JR read some shit. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um that was super cool. I did not expect to see Jim Cornette. Yeah. Really fucking pumped. And I, actually, you guys can go on uh, MLW's YouTube page right now and check out the live being sports uh, recording that we saw actually filmed there live. Yep. Like it was legit broadcast on being sport at like 9 p.m., I believe. It was uh, the matches they broadcast were the world championship match, Filthy Tom Lawler, the champ versus Loki in a rematch in a cage. And then you had Pentagon and Phoenix versus the Laredo Kid and Taurus. A.K.A. Manitar. <laughs> yeah, right? And both matches were fucking cool. Uh, the cage match, it, it could have been a little something more. But uh, anyways, you can go on uh, you, the YouTube page and watch that. It was cool to be there and be a part of it and like be on camera and all that. And it was it was kind of a weird experience because we're there. And now, mind you, they're recording like a couple weeks worth of TV. Yeah. So we got there at what, like six thirty, six o'clock. o'clock. Yeah, we didn't leave till fucking after midnight. Yeah, and we had both our sons with us. And they were fucking. <laughs> it's like, Dad, I'm hot. Andrew's still. I was like, Shut up. <laughs> well, it actually worked out though that we brought brought the kids with because uh, our sons wanted to cool off. So I I go to take them, you know, towards the door downstairs where it's a hundred degrees cooler, and yeah. standing right there is Teddy Hart. Teddy Take, fucking Hart. Yeah, taking pictures for free. Couldn't have been nicer. And so, you know, I, I shoot Justin a text uh, telling him, you know, hey, Teddy Hart's down here. And uh, before I think he could even read it, um, I came and got you. And then you got to meet him as well. Yeah, that that was super fucking cool. I couldn't believe. Uh, I, was, I was talking to Steve from Warrior Wrestling. What up, Steve? Uh, get your tickets for Warrior Wrestling 4 on March the 15th at warriorwrestling.net. We're sitting there talking, or standing, I should say, and fucking JR sends me a picture like, oh, just met Teddy Hart. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Need to get down there, Steve. I got to take a piss. <laughs> I must end this discussion. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, went down there, and, dude, Teddy was super cool. He was uh, – it's weird because when we were watching him, and he fought how many times that night? The first Three match we four. saw him in was uh, the middleweight championship match, Yeah, um, which he killed it in. And he came out with the Hart Foundation. They had that tag match. And, dude, fucking David Boy Smith Jr. is a monster. He's a monster. He's real hard, real, real staff. staff. <laughs> He's fucking... You could hear... I would not want to take a kick from that guy. Oh, no. He probably and, kicked through my it, fucking chest. Well, and you see when... Uh, uh, who did they face? Um, who, who did they face? Was it... MJF and uh, oh, yeah, Richard was, Holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah Richard yeah. Holiday went to use the sharpshooter, and he came in the ring and just smacked the shit out of him for using the sharpshooter. Yeah, it was. I, I, MJF is great on the mic, dude. That's why he's a part of AEW. I liked when he came out and cut the promo about. Uh, he's trying to look up in the heaven and he's talking shit about Stu Hart, and he's like, "No way." And then he looks down. He's like, "Stu Hart." <laughs> he's like, "I know you're down there, like getting that heat, you know, like." He he was super cool. Um, the only thing that kind of sucked about that was I think that was right around the time where the mics were fucking going out. Yeah, yeah, because the the guy that was uh, sitting right behind me, he kept talking about like I came here just to hear MJF cut a promo. Yeah, and then he comes out and the mic's not working. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then they had the guy in the ring too, uh, the ring announcer. Uh, God damn, it, I forget his name. Sounded just like Fink. <laughs> yeah, but he. Uh, his mic, he was trying to talk, and everybody was, like, giving him a little bit of shit, you yeah. know? Like, the mic was just gone, and it was it was super weird, like, to have those type of technical difficulties when they straight up had a team, yeah. a gang of motherfuckers there, like, taking Well, yeah, you see shit. when they had the cage, 
You had like 50 guys fucking running. Oh, yeah, dude. That, that was no joke. But in the cage, that's another funny scenario that I was talking about with Steve as we're standing there. It almost <laughs> fell. Remember yeah. That when they were setting it up, it almost fell on the crowd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, dude, the, it took between the match, I think it was the Pentagon match, and then the next match was the cage match. Yeah. There was like a 40-minute wait. I think it was longer than that. 40, 50-minute wait. Well, and they weren't the doing anything. Well, between the setup and takedown, it, it was over now. Yeah, they were like, well, there's tickets. You know, get your tickets. They're selling out. They're going fast. Like, get downstairs at the box office and get them. Nobody was walking down there. No. It was like, well, what the fuck? That you would know? have been the perfect time to, like, you know, do an intermission, you know? Yeah. Because they didn't have an intermission. Well, even if they didn't, you know, at least, like, hey, uh, L.A. Park or so-and-so is at the table because they didn't have a lot of room for shit. Right. So I understand a lot of that. But even if you were to bring one big name out there that was sitting at the table and give them a half hour to yeah. do signings or, like, sell some fucking merch, that would have been cool. But that didn't happen. Well, another thing that, that uh, as far as merch goes, that I just didn't understand is they weren't selling Pentagon or Phoenix merchandise. But they were. They ended up... Uh, it was towards the end because I said the same shit to Steve. And he's like, oh, no, they got some stuff. And I turn around and look, and the same guy who was selling the masks, uh-huh. they had some shirts there. Oh, but it wasn't like the MLW merchandise thing. Though. I no. think that was like an independent kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, side. a bootlegger. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, Definitely bootleg masks. Yeah. So, but I mean, they did have, there were some guys out when we, uh, when we first walked in, there was a uh, Simon Gotch was there. You had Gringo Loco who was yep. sitting at the table, and then uh, Ace Romero. Yeah. Or not? No, it wasn't no, no, Ace Romero. No. It was uh, what's his name? Who's the Gambit dude? Oh, um, uh, Ace Austin. Ace Austin. Yeah, yeah. too many Ace. <laughs> Ace Austin. That that guy. He was super cool, man. Wow. Threatened you would have really dug this guy. He he gets in the ring, right? He does. He's got uh, like a Gambit kind of gimmick. How was his build though? He had a good build. Yeah. <laughs> Justin started sweating when he came out. So. Yeah. Sweat. Let the muscles take control. He was like, ooh, I'm getting kind of wet. Yeah. Simon Gotch got boobs. Yeah, what was up with that? <laughs> Dude, he shaved his mustache. I look, I was and like, what, no mustache? Tits. And he grew some fucking tits. Those were titter tots. <laughs> <laughs> they were tits I'm or eyes, tots. My eyes are up here, Juice. <laughs> <laughs> right? Hey, you have a sloppy build. <laughs> <laughs> You're built like a sloppy Joe, goddammit. <laughs> He had, a, he had a real titty build. Yeah. yeah. Simon Gotch, a man, dude, but it was so weird to see. But I was surprised. That he's a big, thick-ass motherfucker, dude. Like, I don't think he used to be. His balls were busting out of his tights, man, from what I could see. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, he did look oddly. Like, I have never seen him in that kind of shape. Like, he had moves. He looked like Ric Flair wrestling on Nitro in, like, 97, 98, where you do a Flair chop, you just see his titty shake. Yeah, but, <laughs> but at least Flair was, like, 60 at that point. <laughs> right. Uh, no disrespect to Simon Gosh, uh, but we got to bit. We got to chat with Gringo Loco for a little bit. He was really cool. Yeah. Chicago um, native. Yeah, had a new hairstyle, I saw, uh, where he, like, had the designs shaved in. Because I think last time when we saw oh, him Warrior, a- I think he had braids. Did he have braids? Yeah. He may have. He, he's always doing something different. Um, yeah. Always cool. Yeah, what, he's what's that? Pretty cool always. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's another guy that you can catch at Warrior Wrestling for. And you get your tickets at warriorwrestling.net. Mm. Probably can't get that glow-in-the-dark hat. Limited edition. Guess who got one? J.R. Butchko. That's correct. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's wearing the Steelers hat right now. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, I, real quick, because you guys kind of derailed me, like we always do around here. Um, getting back to Teddy Hart, though, the guy was super cool. 
He was selling the hell out of that rib injury. I don't know if he was selling it. Which, he might have just really had a rib injury. I think he might have had he kept some throwing up in the ring. Yeah, he was in the ring, dude. Like, and he was straight up puking. Like, and then he was on the outside. Like, like do a moonsault and then in. throw up and then go back. Yeah, and move. go back and do a move. It, dude, he, <laughs> he was going hard in the fucking paint. Yeah, but he was like, it looked like he was spitting up blood and shit yeah. too, yeah. man. It started changing colors. So I who knows what that's all about. Uh, not to give too much away, but you know we were there, so we're gonna give quite a bit away. Right? <laughs> Fuck it. Spoiler alert. Yeah, your milk's been spoiled. Deal with them curdles. Um. Anyways, it, Teddy was so fucking nice, though, man. I remember uh, we were. I was standing there talking to him and telling you were telling him about the painting you were yeah. doing for Brian yeah. Pillman Jr. And he was just like super like interested. Yeah. And yeah. There he was no like attention while you're no talking. like hey motherfucker I don't care about your shit like. Yeah, yeah. Just super cool and into it. and uh, Which really was, surprised me because, like, the things I had heard about him in the past, like, it seemed like, you know, he was just an asshole that was yeah. living off his name and couldn't have been further from the truth when you meet him. Yeah, super nice guy. And he was trying to walk out, and I was like, hey, Teddy, like, can I get a photo op with you? And he's like, yeah, man, come on. Mm-hmm. And I was just told him, hey, man, thanks for coming back, getting your shit on track. Yeah. Teddy, as I was telling you, dude, he's been... One of my favorites and a lot of people's favorites. And he's a huge innovator. He's been, people don't realize Teddy Hart's been in the wrestling scene for a long fucking well, time. He now. signed a contract with the WWE 21 years ago. Yeah. He signed a contract with him when he was 19 years old. Yeah. The youngest ever. But he was a fuck. He was dude. also the youngest ever to be released from a contract. Right. He he was a fucking prick, though. You yeah. Know? They I said mean, he only lasted demons. a couple months and then they he, cut he him. told, and as he would say in his own words, he told it like it was. And unfortunately, I'm a victim of this circumstance as well. As you tell it like it is, not everybody likes to hear it. Well, they said he'd just be stoned all day, show up late to work. Like well, that and he would talk shit, you know. And and they were, I believe, there was an altercation in TNA when he was there with CM Punk that a lot of people know about. Well, Um, I guess he was suicidal at one point because I had read um, where he said, you know, he he thought, you know, at one point, like, do I want to wake up at five a.m. every day? Do I want to do this for Nobody my whole life? does, and I'm glad you said that because I read a study online today. It says uh, anybody that works before 10 a.m., like that's basically torture. It's the equivalent to torture, like some scientific study yeah, that was. Where it's <laughs> like, yeah, wake up, like forced by an alarm, force feed yourself, yeah. you know, go to a job you hate. You yeah. Know, but that's, that's life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I remember when I met Teddy, um, he just kept thinking, he's like, thank you so much for selling out the show. Yeah, yeah, he was like, very humble, man. Thank you and for it was being like, here. <laughs> yeah, it, it's easy to sell out a show when you bring in talent. That was like the main coup of MLW, dude. There were so many great wrestlers there, yeah. and even guys that we uh, weren't necessarily familiar with. Um, a perfect example was Fatu, yeah. and you can find him wow. on Instagram at Samoan Werewolf. Uh, he is the son of the Tonga Kid, which is he's. I think his cousins are the Usos. Yeah, and you know, and Roman Reigns and that whole you know, it's that rock lineage. He's a part of that family. But he that, is on Hawaii. I mean, he, he can fly high. He dude, he right. He does some fucking shit. And we'll post videos on our YouTube page. Jr. got some really great footage. We're gonna put that up as well in a little special. Uh, as long as it doesn't get taken down for <laughs> copyright shit. Yeah. Court Bauer's all about the fucking copyrights, whatever. Um. We're just trying to hype your product, bro. Don't pull Glenn Danzig on me, man. Take it easy, bro. <laughs> Take it easy. Um, anyways, there there was some really great footage uh, there in the cage match, right? Yeah. So Filthy Tom Lawler, I mean, it's on fucking YouTube right now. We're not spoiling shit. But Tom Lawler retains the title. And then after that, uh, what is called the Contra Unit now, which is 
It's a combination of Simon Gotch. It's three dudes, Simon Gotch, Fatu, and then who's the other guy? I don't know his name, but he had like this weird satanic, satanic yeah. vibe going. It was like a red and black singlet with the like Manson-esque lightning bolt, the satanic lightning bolt going down the back. Yeah. He had the pentagram on the leg of the tights, and then he had the shiki baby boots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, fuck, points. man. You know, whether you like Satan or not, dude, I still want them boots. <laughs> those boots were made Why for evil. I get those boots? <laughs> Why I get them boots? <laughs> those boots were made for evil, and that's just what they'll do. Uh, but, man, the, the whole night they were coming out and destroying fuckers. And Fatu goes up on the top of the steel cage. Dude, how, it was a 30-some feet in the air. Yeah. Dude, he was, his head, it looked like, and I think you could see it. I watched it this morning before I went to work. Um, when he's standing on top of the cage, it looked like how they have, like, the, the top lighting, the stage lighting yeah. up. His head was, like, above that. Oh, yeah. Like, that's how high he was. And he jumped off and splashed uh, on Tom Lawler, dude. It was fucking insane. Yeah, I got man. a really good video of that one. And and the dude is straight up legit. And like much like a uh, shout-out to Derek Ratface Martha of Blunt and Minimum Wage Assassins, who we also got to spend some time with there. It was very cool. Um, he told me he was at the AAW Art of War event, to which uh, Fatu also appeared and got a huge pop and did similar shit, you know, uh-huh. like just showed up and destroyed yeah. and got over real And big. I liked that, like, uh, tribal theme music that he had. Yeah, and he blew fire. He do a yeah. fucking fireball, <laughs> too. God damn it! Yeah. I love Samoans to spit! I fucking fire! Yeah! <laughs> I loved it, dude. And I was, like, looking at some shit or doing something and I fucking missed it. So at least I can go on being sports or YouTube MLW and watch it again. But I, I was I was right there, dude. Yeah. The one cool thing was so we get in, we go up, and there isn't a bad there really isn't a bad seat in that place, dude. Uh, uh, they it's do stadium seating in a gymnasium. So yeah, it's... they do like some roller derby shit there and what have you. Um, we're up in the bleachers, and it's like cool. We got a little spot up here, you know. Um, and then when I was down to get my buddy. Uh, to get rat face, we're coming up, and then like one of the guys from Being Sports is like, "Hey man, we'll sit down here, like by the ring." I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> like, <laughs> so we go over there, and I'm like looking at you, but hey, hey, come down, come down. He's like, "How the fuck you get down here?" I'm like, "Don't worry about it. <laughs> we're down here." And then unfortunately, you had that. <laughs> That big son bitch. I sat behind the biggest guy in the whole place. He was he was miserable, threatened for so long. Yeah, and I was just like, man, god damn it, because it was making me miserable for a hot minute. I'm like, dude, like either we're gonna yeah, have to was, kick this guy's ass. <laughs> yeah, because it was like brothers that were. He was like the wall. From they were like WCW. the three minute warning. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Rosie yeah. And uh, yeah, there were some two big Mexican brothers sitting in front of him, and it you couldn't really see shit, but uh. I, there were still some cool angles you got, dude. Yeah. You got you got hella cool. Yeah, video. I just went and ended up standing in the aisle <laughs> to, yeah, to yeah, get video yeah. and pictures. Yeah, but I mean, even still, you guys can see I wore my bright green malignancy T-shirt. Shout out to Danny and the boys out from Yonkers in New York, and uh, you 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 can catch me. You can see us, but yeah. it wasn't like it wasn't as much as I thought it was because we were kind of off to the corner. Uh huh. So that kind of they shot the dude in the front with the Joey Janela shades. A hell oh, of a really? lot. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm uh, so I'm sitting watching the show and Justin's trying to get a, my attention. I'm like, what? And he's like, dude, look, look behind you. Oh yeah, you know, real quick, not to interrupt you, right. but because Ratface, uh, we we just got through with the no, it was during the the Lucha Brothers yeah, match. Yeah, 
Um, so it was it what it was. The concept for the tag match was Lucha Brothers versus Team AAA, which was Laredo Kid and Taurus. And Ratface is looking at me. He's like, "Hey, man." He's like, "Where the fuck's Conan?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, I know on, on MLW TV, Conan's like their guy, much like he is for yeah." And he was advertised LAX on the flyers and Impact. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, man, you know, that's a good fucking question. I don't know. Maybe he didn't make it. I mean, whatever. He got sick. Yeah. And I'm turning. I'm looking there. And I'm like. And right where we were sitting, they had the big MLW curtain. Yeah, which banner. I'm pissed because I we should have got up and stood up and took fucking fist pictures. Right. <laughs> Whatever, fist myself later. Um, it, I'm looking around. <laughs> How? What? You want some too? You no. want some? No, 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 no. You want a little? So, so pictures? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I saw some naked pictures. Uh, <laughs> Go on. Anyway, no. anyways, um, I'm looking around. I'm like, holy fuck! And I'm trying not to mark out because that's like, dude. It's like it's how, where we're sitting now. It's fucking Conan, dude. And that, just a, a legend over here in the U.S., yes, he is, definitely. But you got to understand, like, in Mexico... He started AAA. Yeah, dude, Conan is like Hulk Hogan in fucking Mexico, dude. Yeah. He is fucking huge. He is, like, the guy. Mm-hmm. He's the one... He was, People may or may not realize this, but he is the one that brought over Rey Mysterio, yep. Psychosis, Juventud Guerrera, and now he's doing much the same with Pentagon yeah. and Phoenix and all these other luchadors, All your dude. top luchadors were brought here by Conan. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking over, and I'm like, fucking Conan's just standing there. He just looks like some grandpa at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. you guys there on JR's Instagram, which is what, at JR? JR dot B-U-T-C-H-K-O. Um, you, you can check that out. It, it's funny that it's a picture, <laughs> dude. I'm like, dude, look at it. It's like, get a picture, get a picture. Like, yeah, so I look put over it in selfie mode. I was like, hey, there's Conan. He's like, holy shit, dude. It's just like <laughs> literally like five feet away from us just standing there. And he was watching the match, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it was super cool. Like, you could tell what he's out there watching. So when they get back, he'd be like, hey, man, this is what you did good or this is what you did right. do. Right, just scouting it. Yeah. yeah, dude, it was super fucking cool to be a part of that, man. And just to be that close to fucking K-Dog. Hey, hey, yo, Lex. I should have cut the promo on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Won't you pot on a peel my potatoes? And while you're at it, give me some lumpia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but that was super cool. What was uh, what was another one of the matches we saw there, Jer? Um, <laughs> I don't know. There was like Shit 12 match. matches. Yeah. Like, like I said, the, the only bad thing there was... It's kind of chaotic when you're there watching because you don't really see the format that in this you see some of the story that's being portrayed, but until it's pieced together on their TV show, it's like what the fuck? Like, yeah, why did they do this at this time or why are they doing that? But well, some other matches we saw. Um, Hijo de la Park. Yeah, the son of La Park versus Puma King. Yeah, that was a good. That match. was a good match. Um, then there was a death match between L.A. Park and Mance Warner. Mance Warner, yeah, it's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, he had a he had a huge following there too. Surprisingly, well, no, Mance Warner, he's kind of big. I th- I believe he was a former CZW World Champ. Uh, he's currently with G. He's a big wig in GCW. He's fought one of my homies, Schlack. You can follow Schlack at Schlack one eight seven on pretty much all social media. Um, does a lot of fucking death matches. And I think that's why that I had to have been why that was a death match. Yeah. It wasn't much of a death match, not to really knock them, but I mean, it was <laughs> more of a hardcore match. Than yeah. A death we, match. Remember they set the table up, Ellie uh, Park did. <laughs> it, it just collapsed. like it collapsed. <laughs> well, to his credit, though, Mance Warner was laying on it when it collapsed. So Yeah, yeah, but he was giving people Bud Light and shit, and I was, I was like, man, go Bud Heavy or go home, but whatever, you know? <laughs> but it's cool because his character is like that white trash 
yeah, character yeah. in it. Well, that's why I said. Uh, I, I think I said to you at at the event that uh, he'd be perfect with the Briscoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely would. Um, Not Gerald Briscoe. <laughs> no, no. Um, I thought that match it, it was pretty cool. That was actually the closer, and it was weird because when I was talking to Steve, he's like, "I bet you they close because where were you, you guys have to realize listening." Uh, we're in Cicero, right? Um, at Cicero Stadium in that area that is basically essentially like the Latino version of Chicago. You know, yeah. like that's like when L.A. Park came out, you could tell that that's the reason the majority of the crowd was exactly. There. And that's when me and Steve were talking. He's like, man, I wonder if because it was really kind of even like weird to him and kind of I, I don't want to say like irritating to him, but just like kind of what the hell's going on with the cage match set up. Yeah. And he's like, man, I was here in November. And it was just like, bam, bam, bam. It was fluid. Everything was good. The crowd was fucking pumped. And, like, when he got there, he's like, what the fuck's going on, dude? Right. Like, an hour in a mission, and they're not doing shit? Yeah. Other than saying, well, buy your tickets, and there's $8 Modelos. Yeah, okay. Right. Or you can have a Bud Light. That Mance Warner's just giving away for free. <laughs> um, Yeah, so it was kind of weird in that aspect. But uh, fucking the L.A. Park Mance Warner match... uh. I, I don't know, man. It, it just, it, I, I would like to see it on TV. It didn't really. Yeah, live it was kind of anticlimactic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's the words I was fishing for. Um, there were some cool spots. Now, granted, like L.A. Park, when, <laughs> when he took it, remember he took his waist belt off. And oh, his, and was beating the shit his, out of his Mance gut was kind of hanging out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was just beating the shit out of him, smacking the shit out of him with that belt, dude. Uh, and Mance Warner took his uh, suspenders off and started yeah. hitting him with his <laughs> Yeah, dude. And fucking, but dude, L.A. Park, a.k.a. La Parca, the original La Parca, he did that fucking suicide dive. And it was, dude, he was like a bullet coming out, a big fat bullet. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, L.A. <laughs> Park, it was, he might be twice twice the man he used to be, but he can still fucking fly. Yeah, yeah, dude. It, it was cool, man. That was super cool. Um but getting back to what I was saying, though, like how that whole area was is very Latino oriented. So it was cool to be in that atmosphere to where it was much like a as close to somewhat of an authentic lucha crowd as you could get right. in, in the states. Yeah. Um. Like I, I don't know if we were we had said this off air, but uh, the Lucha Brothers uh, when they were fighting Taurus and uh, Laredo Kid, how they were throwing money, money in, in the, the ring yeah, yeah. and shit afterwards because they did such a great job. And it was cool to see like like the praise they were getting and how humble those dudes were, like Pentagon, yeah. like and them bowing, you know, like thank you and holding yep. up the money, like that's what I like about every uh Lucha Bros match, like pretty much after the end of it they show respect. Respect Got respect, respect. the condom. Sammy, I'll put a fucking tombstone <laughs> on your fucking tombstone. <laughs> Got respect the condom. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> But yeah, He's named it, that was McMillian. <laughs> it was super cool. Um, but yeah, it, it was a very in this one guy when I was standing there talking to Steve, he had this little weird uh, Mexican mullet going on, which I thought was super cool. He was like a Mexican Kenny Powers. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking out. Um, he he just kept cussing in Spanish the whole time, like he, whether good or bad shit was going on. He's just like, yeah, Mexican ah, Tourette. got the madre puto. <laughs> like, and I was just looking at Steve. I don't know if Steve understood or not, but I'm just like laughing because this dude's like wasted. Obviously, oh, yeah. he's just shouting obscenities. <laughs> and then uh, the old guy, the old man that was there, dude. Uh, who was it? The one guy, the satanic dude that came out with Contra Unit. 
and they were getting some real fucking heat, dude. They're like, they were oh, like, oh yeah, remind yeah. me of like Hollywood Hogan when he's like intimidating the grandma on Nitro. Yeah. This dude was in the old man's face, and the old man was like, good, and the crowd got fucking pumped, dude. And the old man, this dude was like eighty easily, and he's like flexing his muscle <laughs> and shit, dude. It was fucking, dude. There were a lot of cool moments like that. Um, what was it? The second or first time that the Contra unit came out. And it had that NWO moment, like when Hogan announced he was in there. Dude, people started launching fucking trash into the ring. Yeah, dude. yeah, I got a, a pretty good video of that on uh, Instagram as well. It, there was there was this little Asian lady in front of me, and she like looked back, and, and her daughter the whole time was, all right, we get there, we're watching the match, and I start yelling some stuff, whatever. I'm I'm high. It, to me, it's like a rock show, you know. Right. I'm gonna have fucking fun. And her daughter, like every time I said something, would look back and like give me this look. Um, and I just looked at her, I was like, sorry, it's going to be all night long. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whatever, I don't give a fuck, dude. You know, I'm here to fucking have a good time. So and uh, she would end up being super cool, though, because I remember saying something about one of the wrestlers. I think it was Fatu, and she just looked back. She's like, how do you know what his name is or who he is? I was like, I watch a lot of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, then there was that guy sitting behind you that kept talking shit about Gringo Loco, and then finally I just had to go off on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there were a lot of trolls in say? the audience. Well, because like every everything Gringo Loco would do, he's like, "You fucking suck." Yeah, you fucking well, suck. The crowd was going around. I was like, Loco. and he's the one that's in the fucking crowd or in the ring right now performing, and you're sitting in the crowd. I said, "So why don't you just shut your fucking mouth?" Ooh. He didn't say another word after that. Ooh. No, because they didn't say shit. Because I heard him talking. They're like. When I stood up, and they're like, man, that guy in front of me is way bigger than I am. Like, Don't fucking say shit. I'll, I'll throw my fucking kid at you. <laughs> He'll whoop your ass. Um, but no, AZW they, bomb. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, shout out to Andrew Zappa Wallace. Uh, the little Asian lady in front of me, so they th- start throwing all that shit. And then she had a bunch of Gatorade bottles, empty Gatorade bottles. I look at her, I was like, just do it. Just do it. Throw it. And she got so excited, dude. It, it was so. She was there. It was like. Her, her husband and their two daughters, and they're these kids probably weren't maybe they're like middle school age or whatever. And she's like, "Fuck it!" She looked at me. She's like, "Fuck it!" She picked it up, started chucking it, and she <laughs> chucked it in the ring. And then I was like, "All right, cool, mama, cool." And the next thing you know, she's like chucking like two or three more. Like, it's like holy shit. And Anders, I look at him. He's got the empty sprite can. He's like, I looked at him. I was like, "Fuck it, do it, dude. Throw it in there." And he got. I think he was nervous uh-huh. because the kid's got a good arm. Yeah. It, he didn't really want to throw it hard because I think he thought. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. 
thought he was going to get in trouble or something. Well, he fucking throws it, dude. And he ends up hitting this old dude in the front row. It didn't even clear <laughs> over the fucking ring. And the guy looks back, and I'm kind of like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, then at, at, once uh, the crew came in to clean it all up, the, the crowd's chanting, like, sweep, 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 sweep. sweep. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it was fucking great, man. Uh, our, our homie Jeremy was out there from Black Label Pro. He's the referee, which you can catch. He's going to be at Woomp. There it is. Um, shit, should I segue into that real quick? Fuck it. Yeah. Woomp, there it is. I thought you knew. It's uh, it's coming up this weekend on Saturday. It's with Bruce Pritchard and uh, Conrad Thompson. Two shows for the price of one. Yeah, that's right. You can catch a live podcast, maybe one of the last you'll ever get to hear of that tag team tandem since Bruce Pritchard is with WWE now. But it's in Crown Point, Indiana. And you get it. What it is, it's a Black Label Pro is crowning their first ever tag team champions. And they got a stellar roster stacked. We're not really going to go too much into it. You guys can check it out. Black Label Pro out on Twitter at BLP Wrestling. Or no, they're Black Label BLP Pro. Yeah. Um, on Twitter. I think Mikey's going to listen to this. She's going to juice you fucking botch it again. Uh, <laughs> I'll do a quick Sorry, rundown Mikey. of some of the matches um, uh, of note. Uh, Ricky Shane Page versus Swoggle, formerly known as Horn Swoggle of the WWE. Yeah, and he'll be at the Art Theater on March 30th doing that, a stand-up comedy show. That's correct. Uh, another match is Bear Bronson versus Jeremy Wyatt. <laughs> Whenever you say Bear Bronson, it I makes know. me think of like a naked Charles Bronson. <laughs> <laughs> you just went full Bear Bronson! Ah! My God, what a dick! Uh, we got the Space Pirates versus Sad Comp yeah. versus Hysteria yeah. versus Red likes that Space Monkey. Space Monkey. To <laughs> and hey. beyond. Come on, Space Monkey. Come on. <laughs> Shout out to Mike Quigley. Hey, nice, Come to, meet- on. Hey, nice down, to meet you, down. Space Monkey. Nice to meet you, too. <laughs> Is that what he did to you? <laughs> did he say, Stupid monkey. Another match, PME versus Ethan Page and Kobe Durst versus... Hashtag NNF versus the production. The pro, pro, pro production. And this will be the finals to decide the first ever BLP tag team champions. Yeah, it'll be cool. Like I said, uh, you can check Black Label Pro out. Just search them on Twitter. Do a Google search. They're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram, all that shit. So it's going to be one hell of a show, especially all you guys in the local area. It's it's a fucking hell of a month, man, for fucking wrestling. I, I can't keep up, dude. Like, it's it's March Madness. I like that analogy you used when you know, we were hanging out last weekend. Yeah. Like, dude, it's March Madness of professional yeah. wrestling. And I think a uh, shout-out to Mike from Windy City Slam, uh, who also works for the Chicago Tribune. He uh, he wrote an article on that, talking about all the shit going on in the area. And it oh, was, yeah. Pretty much, he said the same shit. Like, it's the March Madness of professional wrestling this month. Yeah, I, I had commented for, on his Instagram earlier. Yeah. Chicagoland, uh, Northwest Indiana region, man. It's just, there's so much going on. I do have one more match I want to advertise for Woomp. There it is. Uh, Thought you knew. Say, woo! There's my butt. There's my butt. We got uh, Cabana Man Dan. <laughs> Cabana Man Dan. Boomer Hatfield. And Jake Lander versus Brian Pillman Jr. Nice. Trey- Boomer Hatfield's the baseball guy, right, with the mask? He's got the mustache mask? Yes. Yes. Uh, they're facing Brian Pillman Jr., Trey Lamar, and Missile Assault. Nice. Yeah, so, again, that's uh, the Woomp There It Is event, uh, March 9th in Crown Point at, uh, is it On The Square Sports Complex? Yeah, On, on The Square Sports Academy. Super cool place. They held the uh, Big Trouble in Little Crown Point event, which I attended. 
Um, I saw Ethan Page win the world title there from Jordan Grace. Yep. It's a very cool place to see a fucking show. They'll serve alcohol. They'll have pizza there. They're sponsored by Domino's. Um, it's going to be a great time. Go out and support Mikey and the boys. Uh, you, you're going to have a fucking good time. But getting back to uh, MLW, uh, there was there was another crazy thing that happened there. Uh, I remember, remember who was the fucking guy. He ended up joining like the the MJF and uh, the other dude, the Holiday. You know, I'm talking about. He was the tan dude who was obviously juiced. Oh, to the oh, Alex Hammerstone. Alex Hammerstone. Shout out to him. Yeah, he had a match with uh, Brian Pillman in his back pimples. He was juiced to the goo. Well, it's funny because uh, as soon as we got there, you know, we had to use the bathroom. Yeah, so we're yeah. going in and Alex Hammerstone's walking out. Yeah. And I, so, I thought he was cool. I said, hey, man, he was just, he's jacked. He's a fucking huge dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's got, so he's probably got like at least 22 inch arms, dude. Well, I heard somebody say 27 inch, but. That, no. No. Dude, Scott Steiner was probably like 27. Yeah. Say but, my, uh, say my name. I heard something. <laughs> Scotty, what's up, brother? brother? I'm too far away from the back, but it's me. You know me. That be Black Booty Daddy. <laughs> All my freaks out there, my hoochies. Where's my data? <laughs> so, Scotty, there's so many co- things going on right now. Too lazy to get up there to talk to you, the boot, Booty Daddy. <laughs> my, my freaks. <laughs> All right, Scotty. Till next time, brother. <laughs> you just totally derailed me, Scotty. Yeah. But uh, with Alex Hammerstone, so... You know, we see him walking out of the bathroom as we're we're going in, and before we can even leave, he's right back in there. Yeah, Think dude, he had the BGs. He, you guys went in the bathroom. I was like, "Fuck, I ain't gotta go." He came out. And I was just like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" Like, fucking have a good show tonight. He's like, he was a super cool guy. Yeah, like credit to him. He was just like, "Hey, thanks, man. Like, hope you enjoy the show." I'm like, "All right." And then like I go, I'm like, "Fuck it." Until Durs like, hey, "I gotta go in there and take a piss." You know, I go in there and piss, come out and. As I come out, he's walking back in there, going into the stall. I'm like, hey, hey, business ain't done. <laughs> and then it's so funny because, like I was telling you earlier, if you watch, go on YouTube and watch uh, MLW's YouTube and watch the Intimidation Game special they did, uh, they, the Heart Foundation on their shows always has, like, these little video segments. It's called, like, H2 or something like that. Um, it's like Teddy Hart and Brian Pillman Jr. at the poolside. And they're like, talk about shit. And then uh, they're like, come on, let's go for a swim. And then it cuts to like Brian Pillman Jr. He's like, hey, read this. It's like D-I-A-R. However you spell fucking diarrhea. I totally forgot. But he just he's like, diarrhea, diarrhea, diarrhea. <laughs> like, what? It was just, it was so fucking weird. And like, I, I liked it a lot, man. And tell me, dude, Brian Pillman Jr. had some fucking, he had a great match. He lost yeah. again. Which I, I'm surprised he fought. He fought uh, Alex Hammerstone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was a great match, though, man. He's every time I see him, he gets better and better, dude. Yeah. And this is uh, what the second or third time I think I've seen him wrestle. Um, I I love it, man. It, it's you know, I'm a big uh, I love when guys do tributes to like their fathers and shit. You know, we've talked before. Like I'm a huge fan of Frank Zappa. I love the Dweezil Zappa shit that he's you know paying homage to his father and and at the same time kind of creating his own niche and i that's the same thing brian pillman's doing it's he's paying homage to flying brian pillman the original loose cannon but at the same time he is carving his own niche he's not a carbon copy you know right and right. he's only been wrestling for like a fucking year like a little over a year <laughs> really? or something yeah, yeah. dude he is you wouldn't know man it's like it's in his fucking that's legit like this shit's in your blood dude yeah. Well, I, I love the spot star. he did with uh, Hammerstone where he ran to the, the corner 
and then ran back, and it looked like he was going to do like a diving uh, drop kick, and then he just landed. And Hammerstone had covered his face, and mm-hmm. he took his hands away, and he just smacked him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, that was great, man. It's fucking awesome, and I loved it when he was out there with the heart. Found- I love. It's weird because MLW's got some kind of cheesy, cheap kind of theme songs yeah, for their guys. Yeah. But some of them are really super cool, dude. Yeah. Like, I love the Heart Foundation while it was dope <laughs> as fuck, dude. Yeah, I like the Contra one, too. Yeah, the Contra one was good. And even, uh, yeah, dude, I like Tom Lawler's. Tom Lawler's becoming a, a Midwest or Northwest Indiana staple. Yeah, yeah, dude. He's He's been around. Um, I, I, I was talking to Steve from Warrior, and he's like, man, we've been trying to get him, you know. I like him. He's he's one of those guys too, and he was a big deal in UFC, yeah. dude. Yeah. And he's transitioned really fucking well. And that's that's a thing you're seeing a lot of now in the last couple years. Dare I say, several years is these UFC guys that not that they can't cut it there, but that for whatever reason, would you would you say he's the best to transition from UFC to WWE or to uh, pro wrestling? No, I, I I think it's it's been Matt Riddle, but. Yeah. By far, dude. Yeah. Not to take anything away from Tom Lawler. I mean, those two. I actually, fuck. I'm trying to think. Was that the match that maybe that was at Black Label? Mikey's going to fucking jump my shit again because I'm botching shit. <laughs> but I thought it was Tom Lawler versus Matt Riddle hmm. um, at one of the Black Label Pro shows. But anyways, if I'm wrong, fool me. Uh, Matt Riddle's a fucking dude. He's, yeah. he's a diamond he's in the rough. bros. It, bro. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that fucking dope ass music too, man. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I, 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 you're gonna see a lot of that though. The, Tom Lawler does a great fucking job. And here's the thing, because back, do you remember back in like what? How long has it been since like the initial boom of like the whole MMA thing? It's been like what five, six, seven years now, maybe eight. Probably when, when closer it, to eight. Yeah, eight, eight or ten. We'll say yeah. where it really like captivated America. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it had been around for 20 years or but whatever. But it was when already. you had your Chuck Liddell on top, your Anderson right. Silva. That's when everybody was into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And and they don't really have a lot of the names now. But no. they're still, you know, you can still see some fights. Actually, I don't. Anybody catch what happened uh, this past weekend? No. Saturday? No. I mean, John Bones Jones fought, but. Did he? The, the dude suspended Did he win? Every, every year for, you know, doing coke or steroids, so it's like I don't even care about him anymore. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry, I blow my nose. <clears throat> get ahead to blow my nose. I can't watch uh, John him Jones I can't get over that he's a cheater. Yeah, yeah I don't like not, it. No, I, here's cheater, the thing. Like here's the cheater. thing why I don't like watching UFC. I can't get over that they promote a cheater like that. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, and, well, hey, we're going to change cities so he can fight. You know, well, like the that's dude's been fucked up. been fucked up and hit, like hit a pregnant lady in his car and shit, and you know they they say okay. To that, <laughs> hey, and, whoop! There it is. I thought you knew. <laughs> that was bad. That was in poor taste. I apologize. Uh, but yeah, anyways, fuck you, John Bones Jones. What the fuck's your problem, man? Get together, kid. But what what I'm getting at is back then there was that huge boom, and what I felt was wrestling, pro wrestling at the time was. I mean, it was it was stale. There was some cool stuff going on here and there. But it was at that time people were more or less the main wrestling audience was still with WWE, and yeah. at that time the product was like Ugh, it fucking sucked. Yeah. So I'll and whether MMA fans or enthusiasts or whoever, whatever you want to call them, want to believe it or not, a lot of that audience was your fucking pro wrestling guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just it took over, dude. And I think now it's kind of shifted to where okay. 
it, wrestling is and th- a lot of this is thanks to like the Young Bucks and all that shit that's been going on with them and a lot of other promotions um, and guys on the indie circuit that have made a wrestling fun again, made it fucking super believable, made it more about the athletic competition and just done some wild shit that we really haven't seen before. And now to where you have these UFC dogs who were like, I'm top of the mountain, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Now they're looking at, oh, shit. I want to go there because I know I can fucking make money. I know it's a long term career. It's a long term career. Exactly. I'm not necessarily getting fucking brutally kicked and punched in the head. Yeah. Every fucking every every match. You're not your opponent isn't trying to hurt you. Right. Right. You know, they're trying to make it look real, but still take care of you. Whereas in UFC, they're fucking wanting to end your career. I mean, it's yeah, it's a bit if you're not. I'll put it this way. If I was an MMA fighter and I was in the UFC and we were going to fight each other, if I, even if we were boys, and because there's a lot of that, a lot of those guys that are friends, but if you're booked to fight someone, it's to me it's been the same in any combative sport, and I'll put it on the same level as even with football. Like when I told my son, if you're not out there to hurt someone, and I, I hate saying that, but it, you have to have that killer instinct because that's, that's, that's the type of sport it fucking is. Yep. When It's bare bones, and it's down to it. If you're not out there to fucking destroy, you have no business yeah. being in a fucking wrestling ring, an MMA cage, or on the gridiron. Yeah, that's just the reality of it, and that sucks. But And a lot of those guys now are looking at wrestling as maybe an ulterior motive, and, hey, we can make money. And there's a lot of guys and females yeah. that are transitioning, and it's it's great. I love seeing that shit because... Dude, every Johnny in the fucking world was coming out when it's like, oh yeah, MMA, Monster Energy drinks, oh no fear, yeah, yeah. no affliction, no affliction shirts. I've been afflicted with a feeling. Tap the, out the feeling that you're white trash. Oh yeah, no offense, but it, it, it that's the way I felt, you know, like it well, was like well, not damn, only that, man. but they would say like, oh. I'm a UFC fighter. Like, no, you're an MMA fighter. Like, you fight for who's your fight club. You're not in the UFC. Yeah. You know, but they wouldn't say MMA. They're like, oh, I'm a UFC fighter. Like, no, you're <laughs> mixed martial <laughs> no, arts. There's a big not. difference. Yeah, it's it's just MMA. Um, But so, yeah, it, it's good to see those guys getting in. That's my whole end of the story on that. It's good to see those guys getting in the pro wrestling and fucking tearing it up for the ones that really are doing it, like your Matt Riddles, your Tom Lawlers, you know, I... I don't know if I want to say Ronda Rousey, but she's kind of coming into it with her her feud with Becky. At least the verbiage and the online, yeah. the heat building. Oh, that's, that's the hottest building. thing I think right now in wrestling is that feud. Yeah, because it's starting to get real. And here's the thing. It's so it's easy. It's starting to blur lines. Yeah, and it's so easy for that to happen because it is WWE. Because right. they're so, dude, what, their YouTube is like 40 fucking million subscribers or some yeah. shit. It's fucking ridiculous, mm-hmm. dude. That's like us, right? When we were talking, what was it last week? It's like all it's going to do is that's a product that's like Coke or whatever. It's so familiar and people are so attached to it. And is it fucking lame and stale right now? Yes. But all it's going to take is that one fucking moment. It doesn't take much. No. For everybody to realize, oh shit. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect example. I, uh, we were all, you know, fans of the 80s growing up in the WWF era. Um, I started to get more into WCW in the early 90s, and then once NWO shit came out, I was, I was done, dude. <laughs> WWF was, what the fuck is that, you know? Yeah. And they were they were really bad at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Duke the Dumpster, Drossy characters and shit like that. How dare you talk about Duke? I, I like Mike Drossy. We're friends on Facebook. He's a good guy, but I'm just saying characters like take that. Take that back right now. <laughs> yeah, right? 
I, I can't. I can't. You do take it. that back. <laughs> All right, thank you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> there was a lot of that shit going on, so I looked at WCW. I was like, man, dude, this is legit shit. This is, and for one, you know, we've said a million times on here, you the NWO shtick. You didn't know what was going on. Right. Like that blurred the lines more than anything I've ever like, seen. Are they, are they really taking over? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so once something like that happens, it's kind of like, fuck, man, you got to jump on board, you know? Mm-hmm. But then along came Stone Cold and fucking all that shit, and it, it got a little more interesting. And then I kind of came back. I wasn't, like, fully back because at that time, when you're a kid, you only know what you're able to watch. And at that time, WWE, Vince's vision was just, we're global, we're uni- they were on everything. Yeah. So, that, of course, you're going to know that. But then you found, you know, the TBS or the TNT shit where you found WCW and then later ECW. Now you're a fan who's been more conditioned that, hey, there's more out there. Much like there is nowadays. And nowadays it's fucking insane. Yeah. You just can't keep I up. I mean, now, nowadays everybody can have their cup of coffee in the big time. Oh, yeah. Did somebody just come on and talk about a cup of coffee? Speaking of which, uh, you guys want to hit up uh, Hot Tag Pins on Instagram. They currently have a promotion going. Uh, if you use the code PPEXPO, that's P-P-E-X-P-O, you'll get 40% off uh, your whole order, not including T-shirts, but uh, it'll help them out because they're trying to make it to the Patches and Pin Expo in Austin this May. So, uh, again, uh, they got some really cool shit on their uh, website. Um, so if you want to visit it again, that's hot tag pins on Instagram. Use the code PP Expo and you get 40% off your order, not including t-shirts. Um, I, I just ordered some pins and stickers from them. Got some, uh, cup of coffee in the big time pins for, uh, me, the juice and, uh, threaten the savage, uh, really, really good quality. And, uh, the stickers are fucking awesome. Uh, never seen any other site with anything like it. So, uh, again, that's Hot Tag Pins on Instagram, uh, code PPExpo. Um, and one thing I just uh, saw that Black Aww. Label Pro has announced, uh, they, they have quite a few things in the works uh, coming up. They got a lot of shit coming up, man. They got Woomp, there it is. Uh, they are, and we're going to have Jeremy back here on April 8th to talk about the uh, adventures in wrestling, which is during WrestleMania weekend. Um, and th- after that, they have your one of your favorites, Pop. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. Shango. Yeah. Oh, no. All aboard. Yeah, and the Godfather. Hey. The train. Pivoted easy. Yeah. <laughs> Light up a fanny for this pimp daddy. <laughs> Spark that hydro up and say, Pivoted easy. <laughs> yeah. Get, uh, it's going to be fucking nuts in South Bend, Indiana. They've already booked... Uh, one tag team, I have Butcher and the Blade. Those are guys I know that uh, compete regularly at uh, Black Black Craft Wrestling. Yes. Once again, uh, PCO is another guy. Oh, did I tell you guys too? By the way, I'm friends with uh, D Destro on no. Facebook. Good the creator, of yeah. PCO is not human. Yeah. 
No, it's so weird because it's open up. I never knew much about him, but uh-huh. then I found him. I forget what his real name is. You guys have to fucking search that. But I got on there, and he was like this, like strong man type dude, and he's like legit man. Like yeah. it's so fu- even though he's like so like I don't know if he's like just like old scrawny, or he's scrawny, of, yeah. but he's got muscle, dude. Yeah. Like he's super crazy, and he's just like implementing his training on PC. He's, he's super crazy. Did you see the latest PCO video from last week? PCO uh, uh, with a nail Destro. in his nose. No, which one? Which one did he do with Destro? Uh, it's uh, Destro's doing some nunchucks. He's got real nunchucks. Oh yeah, and he's like he's smashing glass and shit with and it. He starts hitting. He just starts whipping the fuck out of PCO <laughs> with it, dude. And he's, he's like, like more, more. He's not human. But yeah, one one thing I did want to uh, mention for uh, Black Label Pro is June first they're gonna have uh, a show in Highland, Indiana. Uh, Highland, Indiana. Oh, we'll be there for that. And Jimmy Jacobs yeah. is gonna be making and, his debut. Yeah, Jimmy Jacobs is fucking awesome. He's doing writing the program right now on Impact Wrestling. Uh, he's doing the whole uh, Dark Alley, Sue Young, and Rosemary segment and the Dark War, which I I, I really thoroughly enjoy. Um, He's also a, a former five-time Ring of Honor tag champ and a former WWE writer. Yeah, well. the Zombie Princess. He got he was they got pissed at him because when the Young Bucks and the Elite they did their the Bullet Club came and did their shit outside of Raw, much like DX did back in the day. Uh huh. Um, I they took a picture with him. Really? He was like outside there. And oh like, yeah, sure. yeah. They fired him. Because yeah, of that. yeah. Pretty much, they fired him because of that shit. Yeah. So yeah, but Jimmy Jacobs is super cool. He's got a great mind for the business. I think. I wonder if he's going to be taking on uh, uh, psychosis at that show. Who though. knows? They, psychosis is going to be there, and that's going to be at the Lincoln Center in Highland, Indiana, which hasn't hosted wrestling in like almost twenty years. Yeah. So it, it's a big deal. It's super cool. Uh, yeah, Once that's, again, that's June first. Black Label Pro. You can check them out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and get information on tickets. Yes. <laughs> Do it well. All, over the floor. all right. Yeah. Threaten. I. You know, we had such a great time at MLW, but we're kind of missing. You know, there was a giant shadow cast over us. Yeah. Steve was like, "Where the fuck is Threaten?" And I had to tell him, like, I don't know. He's probably at home looking at himself in the mirror. Yeah. And this stretchy pants. I I couldn't make it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I was buying tickets, and then I like I hit you up on Instagram. I was like, "Hey, you gonna go? I'm gonna buy tickets." And you're like, "Maybe." Yeah. <laughs> like, All right. He's like, yeah, "I don't it's know." Very professional. Yeah. I guess. Uh, uh, what exact day and time, and how much time will I be spending, and how much is it, and where is it? It was ten what bucks. Is, what is the distance? And I just was. And weird. I drove. Yeah, I was, was real boring about my response, so it's probably better I didn't go with you guys. I, I think your I response think you was just maybe. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I hate maybe stuff. Maybe sucks. <laughs> yes or no? Maybe is garbage. I right? apologize. Yeah. yeah. I'm bad. saving most of my energy for uh, Warrior Wrestling Four. It's gonna be nuts. It's we're man that that's coming up here on like we said on March 15th. We're gonna have a table there. Uh, guys, come up and talk to us. We we want to hear from you people. Why why the hell are you there? Who are you there to see? What do you think about Warrior Wrestling um, as a whole, as an entity? And uh, personally, they're like my favorite promotion. Does Stetton's handsomeness intimidate you? Yeah, his handsomeness or his stinkiness. <laughs> you know, he's European. He's got the stank to him. <laughs> That's a he's joke. He's going to beat the shit out of you after this. <laughs> ah, ow! Fuck! Oh, <laughs> Do it again. Do it again. Sorry, Sred. It hurts so bad. He wet him up in oh, tears. Shit, never talk shit to a giant, goddammit. Ah!
Ah, I've been waiting so long to see that. Oh, yeah. It's too late. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I heard that song earlier today, and it just fit well with what we were doing, so I used it. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, Warrior Wrestling is going to be off the hook. They just announced, too, that Jordan Grace is defending the Progress Women's Championship against Victoria. Yeah, a.k.a. Lisa Maria Varon. Former owner (laughs) of the Squared Circle in Chicago. That's right. Uh, so that's going to be off off the charts. We're going to get an appearance from Stone Cold E.T. Hell yeah. I love what's up my ass. What? What? You, you didn't put the napkins in the bag with <laughs> so, the chicken. <laughs> so we're, shout out to Stone Cold E.T. and all them guys that do that shit. Check them out on YouTube. <laughs> Fucking, we were watching this uh, after we went off air last week. And having a good time. <laughs> we watched the Jake the Steak drive through. And this fucking dude just nails it so fucking hard, dude. Like the everything, like the, uh, uh, yeah, you didn't put the napkins in the back. Napkins, napkins in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. I'm gonna tell you how to be a man. Napkins in the back. And I'll show you. I'm gonna introduce you to, to, to your mouth. Yeah, you're talking out your ass. Yeah. You didn't put the chicken in the bag with the napkins in in the back. You put him in the back. He's like, sir, I can't, I can't understand you. Pull forward. You didn't put the chicken in the napkins in the bag. That's <laughs> so stupid. I think you wanted to DDT the guy at some point, too. I wanted to DDT. Oh, man. But, yeah, check that out. I'm super excited to see, like, even people like that. And, and to meet all you guys, and everybody's going to show up there. Um, and not only that, you guys are going to get a double dose of the juice this week, as I also recorded an episode of the Revisionist Booking Podcast uh, with Mike and RJ. RJ being from Canada, Michael being from Highland, Indiana, which is in our neck of the woods. Uh Michael Berry Sr., we also saw him at MLW. Great dude. Uh, had a super awesome time on their show, so check it out. They're available um, on blog. They're on Twitter. I think it's at Revisionist Book is their Twitter handle. Um, what happened was is what their whole shtick or their gimmick, if you will, is they rebook pay-per-views. Um, but what we did was kind of a special occasion. and Instead of just booking a normal pay-per-view like they usually do or rebooking i should say we were like hey let's do an ultimate wrestlemania what is your you know and i mean these guys are solid down to the t like of okay who's your announced team who's going to be the guy in the back calling shit and it was super cool like just as us being wrestling fans and podcasters in general we had a lot of similarities going on you know it's like your your broadcast team is there i think we all chose like bobby heenan um I, I had Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone, who I know RJ picked as well. There were a lot of cool similarities. Uh, who's your ring announcer? Like, the Fink obviously had to be the guy. Um, I obviously chose my being a hometown boy, uh, Indianapolis, Indiana, for my location. But you can find out more. We we did 11 matches each for the card. Uh, There's some wild shit going on. This was uh, any wrestler, anytime, anywhere, any point in their career. There was some really cool shit going on with these uh, booking revisionist booking podcast. You can check them out on blogtalkradio.com backslash wrestling perspective network. The guy's got a really cool show. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. And uh, you can, I know uh, Michael, he hasn't sent me any kind of, I don't think he's on Facebook or not. Maybe he is, but I know RJ is. Um, anyways, just 
check these guys out. They'll give you information on where to contact them. I'll get you more in the future. But super cool, dude. Super fun show. We had a great time doing this thing, and uh, we had a lot of laughs. We drank a lot of beer while we did it, too. And uh, it, it was cool drinking beer with uh, RJ while he was in Canada, and we were <laughs> doing a lot of Canuck jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, th- those guys are super awesome. Michael, I had uh, quite a few conversations with him at MLW, man, and he was super pumped. And he's one guy I've been trying to get to come on the Juice Pro Wrestling, but, you know, life and scheduling happens. So sometime soon, hopefully, we'll have him on here, tell his story, and explain his podcast a little bit more for you guys in the future. Uh, another thing I want to just bring up real quick is something we talked about last week is the Mania Crawl. And Mania Crawl is taking place during WrestleMania weekend. Now, what that's all about, it's basically a huge bar crawl for like wrestling fans, and all the proceeds go to benefit. Connor's Cure, which is helping to combat uh, pediatric cancer. So a super awesome cause, much like we said, Warrior Wrestling is they like to fund the scholarship for students at their school. Um, That's what this bar crawl is all about. You can check them out at maniacrawl.com. It's taking place uh, in April, during uh, April 7th to be exact. It starts at 12 p.m., you can get your tickets at maniacrawl.com. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram at maniacrawl. They're going to offer a VIP package that includes a maniacrawl t-shirt, koozie, and bus transportation to MetLife Stadium. So once you guys get all wetted up, you know, you can go enjoy the 20 hours of WrestleMania that you're going to see. Yeah, but hurry up and get your uh, VIP tickets because there's only 55 of them available for purchase, and they may very well be sold out right now. So, Jump on that shit. Uh, it's going to be held in Hobo- Hoboken. I keep wanting to say Hobarkin. <laughs> I, actually, I actually have a, a prompt I want to... Any, anybody that hears this that ends up at the pub crawl, Yeah. if you could please call 872-267-4199 afterwards, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the highlight of your day. I'm pretty sure you're going to have more positive things to say about the pub crawl than... WrestleMania. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Call the number. Yeah, yeah. We we definitely want to hear about it. Um, you know, we're not just saying the shit. I, I believe in the cause. I think it's gonna be a good time. Good. It is a really good cause. That's um, the hashtag threatened challenge. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Do it up, man. We we definitely want to hear about your guys' experience. You know, what kind of beers were you guys were drinking? And by the time you got to the show, were you just absolutely bored out of your mind that you were at WrestleMania? <laughs> I, yeah, I, li- I like that. So that was a good idea. Just, yeah. That's why you're the fucking master maestro of the Green Door Network. I'm I'm very curious about yeah. the whole thing. So, you know, <laughs> you know, don't you know? I had to get my two ten- cents in. I want to apologize for being so quiet. This yeah, week. It's, yeah, it's about fucking time. You guys had a really time. really exciting weekend, and I don't, I didn't know how to contribute without uh, just well constant derailing. Yeah, you could have contributed when I was like, hey, I'm buying tickets. You want one? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no. Maybe. I'm cool on that. Maybe. I'll go to sell some used books. It's like, I already saw the Lucha <laughs> Bros. I looked up the fight card and there's my um, <laughs> His the cousin. good build ratio is real low. <laughs> <laughs> he saw what L.A. Park looked like now and he's like, nah. Yeah, he's like, oh, man, I don't want to do that. It's like, no, we the had, 20, we had a 2019 time. LA Park. I need, a big, the... I need to see a big fat dude being athletic. I'll be like, I can do that. Shit. <laughs> yeah, then he pulls a hammy, <laughs> what, running down the bleacher seats. <laughs> All right. uh, I thought you meant like a hammy sandwich. Oh, mm. a... while I'll be eating a ham sandwich, <laughs> running down, all like I'm gonna go do a flip, <laughs> and I'll blow out my hammy. Yeah, there you There'll go. Be mayonnaise everywhere. Moon's yep. over my hammy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Shout out to Danny's. Right? <laughs> That'd be like a perfect in this big episode, guy moonsault. Sh- in this <laughs> episode, we shout out Denny's. Well, hey, man, that was a... <laughs> for you the out there listening that don't Grand know, slam. that was a fucking wrestler's wet dream back in like the 80s and 90s, man. You always see them dudes at Denny's like oh, yeah. <laughs> the Sheik and Hacksaw after they get... <laughs> Through doing a bunch of blow or whatever, it's sitting at Denny's like, man, this Grand Slam breakfast and moons over my hammy is the shit. Right? You understand? You get <laughs> two eggs. You get a uh, uh, bacon. You get you this is crazy. Fucking yeah. eggs! Oh, I put you a car clutch and make you humble, humble for the fucking eggs, and I fuck your ass. You fuck it hard, <laughs> real hard, real stiff. Oh my god, we just went there like we always do. Yeah, so we had a good time. I'd like to share that with you guys. A great time. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. Uh, the next time MLW will be out this way is July 6th for another set of MLW Fusion TV tapings. Probably going to be there again, so watch out! Yeah! All right. <laughs> well, all right. How you feeling? Fucking Sunday day. All right. Sonny <laughs> <laughs> D's always doing cool He's the guy that sits in the corner of the Green Door studio and doesn't say much <laughs> He's the invisible man I was say, where is he? No he just passed he, away too Ripped to the invisible man oh. He's getting over on Twitter more than we are God damn it oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you guys for tuning in For episode 48 once again I'd like to reiterate uh, Warrior Wrestling 4 is coming up on the 15th of March, we will be there with a the table interacting with you guys. Uh, stop by. We're going to have some cool shit. We're going to have a raffle. You guys can win some really cool wrestling memorabilia. Uh, sign up for the podcast and just enjoy it. We're going to fucking party, man. That's what it's going to be about. You know, We're going to sit there and have a good time as podcasters and as friends of the wrestling community. And we're just going to rock out with our cocks out. Well, we can't do that. No, there, you know, that's a Catholic school. There will be yeah. no cocks out. Yeah, you yeah. might hear a lot of yelling. You might see some cool T-shirts. But uh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're all of us super friendly and super excited. And it's, just come be excited yeah, with us. Tell super us why accessible. you're hyped. I'm not yeah, friendly. Just come hang out. Don't believe the JR hype. No, no. He's he's not really depressed. Our faces usually hurt from <laughs> We're going to have a... Yeah. My yeah. face hurts from you slapping the shit <laughs> right? out of me, asshole. That was like the, the Davy Boy Smith slap, uh, MLW. Dude, man, they were super hard, super stiff slaps. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm super pumped, man, that we get to meet everybody and talk to everybody at Warrior Wrestling. Their fan fest is off the fucking charts, Yeah, dude. it's second to none. Yeah, there's... It's I haven't been to a, a event where it's been more organized. I, I don't even think C2E2 is going to be as organized as Steve and the gang. It'll definitely be more organized than... Uh, MLW was. Yeah, yeah. MLW, that, that's like or really the only thing I can have negative to say. Was, yeah, yeah. It, it was just kind of, you know, all over the place. Like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? But, hey, at least we got to see some cool fucking matches. And meet Teddy fucking Hart. Yeah, Teddy fucking Hart. That's where it's at, man. He, he's the fucking shit. We saw a lot of cool people, a lot of up-and-comers, a lot of guys that you, uh, the JP Wu, are going to be hearing about. And you're going to hear about it on Twitter at JPW Podcast. You're going to see it on Instagram at Juice Pro Wrestling and Facebook at Juice Pro Wrestling. And you might as well join the JP Woo because why? It's the only thing to do. And that's the Juice Pro Wrestling Universe. That's the Facebook group. Join it or die. You don't want to die. No, you won't die. You know, we'll give you eight seconds. Oh, I got one more thing. <laughs> do you now? Well, we got two things. I'd actually like Juice to, <laughs> I got two uh, guns. to pitch the, pitch one the voicemail for the line of one more time. 
because uh, over the next seven days, we're going to be planning what we're going to do at Warrior. Yeah. And, you know, in, in, in our planning old. for Warrior Wrestling 4, we'd like to uh, we'd like to hear what you guys are excited about. So call that voicemail line. Juice knows the number. I just completely blanked out on it, and I don't feel like turning around. <laughs> that number is one 267 4199 and once again if you didn't hear me that's 18722674199 good lord call that number and i had a second thing but i don't remember so if you want me to remember if you want to know what i wanted to say just go to facebook yeah go threaten people can find you on facebook too right you're on instagram too right i am but you message juice we try to interact on there well yeah of, uh, my own well no I'm i bad. just hey but you're a fucking character and people love you you're a big friendly giant till you slap me in the fucking face well that's how it, hey, that's how it runs. In a real podcast studio, your producer smacks the shit out of you and tells you to go to work. And you know, that's I'm humbled for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's like the iron savage? He is. <laughs> it's the iron giant. <laughs> I love it. Hey, JR, Sretton, thank you guys thank for you. dropping in. Thank and you. MLW fucking awesome time uh, we'll see you again july 6 warrior wrestling we're coming for you steve we're gonna have a good time we're gonna rock and roll we're gonna what am up what am up what am up what am up i think you just said what am up You gonna so do what? sex to me? <laughs> you know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes.